Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Insurance. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home. Hello and welcome to week 43 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. Your regular host, Ben, is away this week, so I will be stepping in, uh, and this is my chance to do things entirely different in the way I've always wanted to do them, maybe. But this is your content episode, and I am happy to be joined by a very Midwestern panel here this week. Nate, the Foot Accountant, how's it going? Morning, Japes. It is going good. The weather outside is nice. Uh, it is summertime. And there's still stuff to do on FIFA, but it's also that time of the year where we're like, okay, it's in transition mode. So we're getting the really good content or hoping for it. And then also thinking about the new game just slightly off in the not so distant future. Yeah, I was introducing you. I kept finding myself thinking as you were going through that. What's your what's your coin balance right now? Is that too personal? It's too high for what it should be. It's about 16 million. Oh, my. (laughs) The 85 times 10 will absolutely hurt that so well that is awesome on the gameplay side though we are also joined by top na fifa player who bear who how's it going it's going well you know it's uh it'll be interesting pod you know a little u.s takeover it's like on reddit when people say mods are asleep so they start you know posting other things i'm sure we'll keep it fifa related but you know maybe something a little different today yeah na all day i'm ready for it i think the real question here is going to be whether we pick our pound for pound powerhouses just from MLS. That's not going to be the right choice, but (laughs) pound for pound, as you guys know, best value player from call it maybe like the past week of FIFA still available on the market, SBC or objective. Uh, Usually we start from who's newest on the pod to uh, just coming in. So you guys are like a toss up for me. So I'm going to do a flip of a coin here. Uh, let's let who you go first. All right. So this one is not a budget option, but for what he is, I think he's great value. I'm going to go with that SBC Gareth Bale. Oh, you know, right now 
Flipin is saying that he's coming in just over 600k to complete the FBC, which is a lot. But you know, at this stage of the cycle, it's not that bad. And when you compare it to some of the players on the market, like that new Frank Ribery, 3.4 million. I'm sure that's a great card, but you know, for I don't even know the math. It's too early on a Monday morning to do the math, but <laughs> like five, five, six, seven times the price. I don't even know. Eight times the price. So it's a, you know, for for the cost and considering I'm sure a lot of people have fodder, you know, those there's all those fodder packs from the shapeshifters objectives available. So I don't think it's that bad of a price, especially considering how good he is. Where are you playing him? So I have played him as a left striker in a three five two and a left forward in a three four two one. Um, playing him up top actually next to team of the season Kareem Benzema nice little strong link Mm. there he also gets a a weak link to that new objective Dan James right wing back so he's a great you know wide mid and a three at the back as well so you know some interesting links there too do you like him as left forward or as left striker better because yeah I'm I'm asking here because I have used him as a left striker in a 3-4-1-2 less than impressed and shifted him back to attacking mid, and he is far superior in that spot for me. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think that as a striker, you know, you kind of get those one two going back and forth with the other striker, which is nice. But with the the three four two one, I feel like it's so good because against a four at the back, he's kind of between the fullback and center back, and against a three mm. at the back, he's like one on one with the center back. So either way, it feels like he kind of has extra space to run into. But obviously, then with the three four two one, you have less midfield balance, etc. But it, you know, it's a trade off. So I, I switch between the two. Interesting. Uh, I think that's a fair shout. I'm seeing a lot more Gareth Bale uh, in you know my matches. Nate, who are you going to choose for your pound for pound? Well, I also would like to say that I have used the Gareth Bale, and he is pretty fun and a very good card. Um, I'm going to go for a very much more budget option, though. A brand new hero shapeshifter released this past weekend. He is an American. He's a left wing. Premier League this time, though, Clint Dempsey. And I've actually, I've been using him in the the Shapeshifters Cup mode, just kind of for fun. I have his loan card. And he's kind of surprised me because the other Dempsey cards that I used, I used the 85 decent amount in some of like the objective games earlier this year. The 91, I used it a couple times. But this Clint Dempsey actually feels like he kind of fits in with where the power curve is right now. He, he feels like the his pace. I think he had a decent dribbling boost too. Yeah, plus four dribbling. So I know he's a left wing. I definitely don't play him there. Play him either as like a left mid or a box to box. And he just feels like, I don't know, his other cards for me felt kind of behind the curve when they were out. And this one feels like it's right in line and very suitable for where cards are at right now in the game. 80K, Premier League links. I mean, that's that's pretty cheap and nice card, I think. Yeah, that's a spicy pick. I'm assuming box-to-box, chem-style, powerhouse engine? Where are you going with I think I have an engine on mine. Yes. Spicy. I mean, I know you can get him to a 97-rated striker, center-forward, attacking mid. I think with a powerhouse, he goes to a 97-CM as well. It's a great shot. I can't say I've actually come up against him yet, Mm -hmm. even playing in NA, which feels maybe a little bizarre. Deuce is a bit of a legend around these parts. Who have you had the chance to play with him, play against him? I haven't yet. I don't think actually it's an interesting one considering, you know, the nationality and playing in America, you'd think he'd be more popular. On a similar note, I'm kind of disappointed that that shapeshifters Tim Cahill maybe didn't get another league on it as well. Um, You know, since it seems like a lot of these other 
shapeshifters got different leagues added to them. Yeah, I keep looking at that Timmy Cahill card thinking that would be a spicy box to pop. Maybe maybe got to go with the Cahill Dempsey link and give that a shot. There's actually a lot of really cheap Premier League shapeshifters now. Well, quote unquote cheap. But I think the cheap shapeshifter is the exact direction that I'm going to follow as well. My pick going to be the right back Ivan Cordoba card. Mm. That, you know, for those of you guys that don't know, Cordoba is Colombian slang for better than Cuadrado. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> thank, good. Thank you for that, Nate. <laughs> uh, but he's he's really amazing, like super, super tenacious defender. It's something that I know Ben and I usually talk about on the podcast, but he has default or base 99 balance, 99 reactions, which makes him so, so aggressive. Depending on, when he, on how you want to use him, you can use a variety of different chemistry styles. You can play him as a... Uh, CDM, you can play him out wide, you can shift him into the middle for 230k, 250k, somewhere in that range, you get an end game right back or right sided player. And, you know, he's, he's like a legend and his height doesn't hurt him uh, when he's playing, you know, in the middle or a little bit out wide and the base stats you get just phenomenal. I was going to comment on his price because I thought that he got so cheap a lot faster than I thought he would. I mean, Di Natale is still two mil plus, Abedi mm-hmm. Pele is 1.4, and Cordoba's center back uh, foot captain's hero card was over a million coins for a pretty long time. And this card automatically comes out. I know it's position changed to right back, so that maybe hurts the value a tiny bit. But 230K for that card is, I mean... I think it's incredible value. Obviously, you do have Quadrado there. You yeah. also have, oh goodness, what is the right back's name that they did? Uh, Martinez Quarta yep. uh, from Fiorentina, who was very cheap. And if people did him, they're probably looking at that Cordoba card like, do I really need a you know four-star, four-star with not, not the same stats, but kind of-ish the same stats? Probably not. I'm hoping that he'll continue dropping down. Uh, but I'm also kind of terrified to start coming up against him over and over and over again uh, because he is very, very good. Mm -hmm. All right. The listener, pound for pound powerhouse, this is a personal dig at me this week. (laughs) You know, I feel special because it was directed at me. I also am hurt by the direction that it's been taken. Uh, KDeal21 says your pound for pound powerhouse is a French player. I hope Ben can, you know, Cue the somber music here as I have to read this out. French player from Paris Saint-Germain, from Ligue 1, Presnel Mpembe. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. He says, it doesn't matter which one, I just want to hear Japes say it out loud. (laughs) You know, we've had Kimpembro on recently. I'm sure he's gone out and done him. Have you guys... Did you do this? Did you get this card? Did you go out and play with it? I haven't played against him. I haven't played with him. There's no chance he's ever going to make it into my squad. So I'm going to rely on you guys to tell me something I don't know. I have not used him. And I have contemplated taking the CDM one. But I think I'm just going to have some fun and go with the 95 plus shapeshifter player pick and go with that just because why not? But it, it was a little tempting because I haven't used him very much all year. I didn't use him very in the very beginning of the game when his gold was super popular. But also, I don't know. I, I just I don't want to be labeled as a Kimpembe rat, you know. So I'll, I'll can, side with you on this. Kimpembro, if you will. 
I mean, no, I mean, no shade there, but yes, exactly. Yeah. Would you, here's the real question. Would you pay close to 4 million coins for the shapeshifter and Golo Conte just to not be a Kempembe rat? Since I love Conte's team of the year so much, I, I would probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Four, I love that. I mean, that makes me happy. Paying close to 4 million coins not to use Kempembe. That is the real vibe of this podcast here. Who have you had a chance to play with, play against? Can't say I have. Um, I was actually looking at maybe doing the cam version just because it's 10 tokens. You know, it's interesting looking that 10 tokens for the cam, 27 tokens for the CDM. Granted, the DM looks outrageous, but I don't know. For 10 tokens, Something a little fun and different. I feel like not many people are going to have the cam version. I feel like people either be getting the CDM or just not getting him. So it could be something kind of fun. I did get team of the season Marquinhos uh, untradeable in some sort of rewards the other day. Maybe one of those SBCs. So I do, you know, have the links for him. Could be something a little bit different. But yeah, I'm not sure yet. It's interesting to think how a six foot two converted center back would be as a more attacking players. So I guess we'll have to see about that. Yeah, I've been a fan of a lot of bigger strikers this year. There was a recommendation uh, on the last pod to try out the shapeshifter Morientes, the cam version. And I gave him a shot and he is awesome. Plays way, way above his stats. So for 80K, you know, if you want to try, you know, not a converted defender, but he's still six foot one. So he's he's about the same size profile and he is just super super dominant we did have one more you know i don't really want to spend too much time talking about compembro or compembe uh, <laughs> but we did have one more pound for pound suggestion and that is from joe dw he says so my pound for pound this week is royce i'm sure Pereira will be a popular choice being so cheap but royce was a perfect fit for me and great links to the guerrero sbc pick if you did him a very nostalgic end game right wing and he says, even with the abundance of them being released, feels excellent on the ball and has all the traits you could want and seems to keep hold of the ball under pressure. Very good card for 280K. I have had the displeasure of playing against Royce one time, and he scored a brace against me, which was not my favorite thing. I looked at his stats when he first came out, and I said, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this card. First time playing against him, especially if you want to use him out wide. I sort of found myself thinking, eh, maybe if I switch to a Bundesliga team, he's going to be a must-do. Yeah, I thought too that from when I saw him released that he was probably going to, well, not probably, absolutely be the top right wing in the Bundesliga. And I just, it, it took me back to using his foot birthday card from FIFA 21 because I loved that card. So I might have to try to craft him this week if they drop some player picks or upgrade packs and, uh, Give Royce a try. Yeah, who, anything to add there? I know the five-star skills, Marco Royce, always, you know, a fun option. Yeah, he certainly looks like a really fun card, and I think there's been a lot of great strong links for him released recently. If you look at that um, Shapeshifters Hero Color, it's a great card, really, really good DM. And, of course, that perfect link from the center back, Emre Chan, if you're starting in the three at the back. So, um, you know, definitely no shortage of links. There's the Schmelzer end of an era. He's not too bad. I've actually been using him along with Chan and uh, Kohler recently. So a lot of great value in the Bundesliga right now. Also looking at that um, shapeshifters hero, Abedi Pelé. It's over a million coins, but there's not that many, you know, top tier attackers in the Bundesliga. So, you know, five star, five star stats look really good. Could be a fun one. I feel like 
not many people ever used his original hero card because if they're going league on, they were more looking at that Genoa card. Um, so that might be worth, you know, making a little Bundesliga team. There's that objective for Iago as well. You could knock out with that too. Yeah, that, so on a real note, that Abedi Pele card is better than actual Pele. Oh. Like, that card is insane. His dribbling stats are ungodly. Like, let's just, for a second, take a pause here. Base dribbling stats, 99 agility, 98 balance, 99 reactions, 99 ball control, 99 dribbling. Sure, you can give him a knock for 93 composure if you want, (laughs) but pairing those dribbling stats with base 99 acceleration and 98 sprint speed is a joke. Slap a dead eye on him, and he is a 99 rated center forward. Wow. As well as left wing, right wing. I mean, this, this card makes me want to use the Bundesliga. I would say that EA has been pretty friendly recently with some Bundesliga special cards with the Abedi, with the Emre Chan that Hubert kind of noted as well. I mean, there's been some decent Bundesliga cards recently. I'm a fan. I'm I'm with it. So and they're really yeah, cheap. Put, put him, Royce. Yeah, they are pretty cheap too. I mean, Abedi, like you mentioned, the stats that he has, he could be double the price if you had different links, I think. So like if he was a Premier League card with those stats, Easily. five five, he would be way more expensive. Yeah, I think which leads me to my you know first detour that I want to take here. We do a lot of talk about pound for pound. I want to go on the reverse pound for pound train, which, mm. and this is you know I'm throwing this on you guys a little bit of a surprise here, but which card foot item is way 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 too overpriced that you would just never ever consider adding to your squad because it is like you're just way overpaying for what you get. Nate, let's start with you. You know, I think I might have to go back to shapeshifters, an earlier team of shapeshifters to get this question answered. I mean, shapeshifters team four, I don't feel like every anything is grossly overpriced, like too bad. Conte at four million, it does seem a little bit steep, but it's a five-star skills Conte, so he's, he's going to be expensive. And considering Messi is six mil, you know, that... Kind of makes sense, but I still think that my most overpriced card, a reverse pound for pound, would be Cristiano Ronaldo, left wing. I think eleven million for that card, especially at this time, is I'm surprised that he's held up that price for so long. If he had the five star weak foot, I think that maybe you could make a half argument for it. But eleven million coins at this time of the year, you could buy like eleven Abedi Pelés and put him in your team. Like that's the kind of value you can get with that coin balance. So that's why I think he's a little bit grossly overpriced. Not a little bit grossly overpriced. You know, I feel like it's Ronaldo is such a luxury item. Like the the people that are spending that amount of coins on him are doing so because they have such an obscene coin total. Mm-hmm. Not because his stats are I mean, are they an improvement over like his team this season? Sure. Yeah. But you're like 98% of the way there with some of his other options for 8 million coins less. Like this is a, this is a a luxury good. Absolutely. Who reverse pound for pound in your book? You know, I might go with that, that foot fantasy Alan St. Maximin, just because Mm -hmm. he's still over 2 million coins on Xbox, which He's like 100K less than team of the season Mbappe. And I know which one I would most dread facing, and it's not St. Maximin. I haven't used either of those players, but you know, if we're looking at 
the the closest two players in price with similar links. You have the French links from Team of the Season Mbappe or the Prem links from Shapeshifter's son. And they're both like 100k more. If you go 200k more, you're getting into uh, Moments Cruyff. You could go like 100k less and get Team of the Season Cristiano. 100k less Team of the Year Kylian Mbappe. Like there's there's just so many comparable or probably better options for like even less coins that I'm not sure, you know, who is paying this much because I don't even really see him that often that, yeah, I'm not really sure why he's that expensive. Yeah, I think the other shout in the the direction I was going to go, same foot fantasy direction, that Usman Dembele card, not only do I like, he's like pretty rare and I don't see him, but he feels like such a commodity at this point. There's a lot of five-star, five-star cards that are less than that that still have really, really strong links. And I think he's lacking at this point in stats in some areas. And so, you know, not a card that I've seen much of anymore. I think the other shout for a card that's been released recently, I cannot believe that that Ginola card is still close to 7 million coins. I understand he's got 5-star, five 5-star, five and he's, you know, was amazing earlier on, and... You know, he's got good stats, but um, when I look at cards, you know, the reactions, the balance, he's he's no like, again, he's no a Betty Pele. True. When when you look across the board and you're paying so much more for him uh, to be, you know, I guess you're paying the you know a Premier League tax at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think he is insanely overpriced. I agree with that one. I feel like he could be more so like 5 million coins, even with the the French links and the Premier League tax, you could call it 5 million coins or something like that would be more correct, even though it would still be expensive. Yeah, I think if you're looking, you know, we'll use Cristiano Ronaldo as like a benchmark. Cristiano Ronaldo's team of the season card is 2 million, right? Mm-hmm. Team of the year card, one and a half. And it's like, uh, is Ginola going to be, you know, five star, five star? Both have some like potential stat weaknesses, but it's generally going to be that much better, right? Than that card, like for me, the answer is like an easy no there. So that said, still a fun card. The other question that I want to pose to you guys here: It's getting, you know, Nate. We talked about it getting to that point of the cycle mm-hmm. where you are starting to have a coin total. There's lots of different cards that have been released, and because of that, there's a major drop in price, perhaps of some cards that were released a while back maybe people have forgotten about mm-hmm. that at the time you said eh, i'm not going to try this card out too expensive maybe creeping down now to a price where you're thinking you know what i forgot about that card he looked really fun at the time maybe didn't use him nate i know you've got a stacked coin total so maybe that's not the not the fair <laughs> one but any cards that you might tell the listeners hey this guy was once expensive he's not so much anymore coming down in price give him a shot He's a ton of fun. You know, I actually do have a card that uh, I just looked back on League One team of the season and I saw this guy's price and I was like, wow, that's a pretty big drop off, all things considered. Uh, and it is team of the season, Lukas Paqueta, five star, mm. four star, and a card that once went uh, just a mere month ago for 1.2, 1.3 million coins. I mean, Ultimate Tots did a number to his price as well, but he is now under 300K. And that card is very, very fun. I know we have the likes of Marcelo now and some other really expensive midfielders that you could use instead of him. But I think his card is absolutely still in the mix of the power curve. And 
I mean, he's 300K, so it's a big bargain from what it was just a month ago. I love it. Who? Do you have any recommendations here? Yeah, there's there's kind of a lot. And kind of going off the, the Bundesliga theme that I was going with, I think you'd be surprised that some of these top tier cards, like that uh, Nkunku team of the season, he's great as like a center mid, attacker, wide mid. And he's only 300K now. And wow. I, I think for a while he was million, two million, something like that. So, you know, it's definitely someone that I think I've used, you know, this week and he's still great. I use him as uh, one of the DMs in the 3-5-2 and allow him to get forward, but he's still competent as a defender, especially with like a Hawk I think I was using that, you know, he has really solid physical and he gets all these strong links to like that Kohler, a Betty Pillay, that um, Shapeshifters Davies is only 300K, which seems crazy. He's 90 plus in every stat and he has a five-star weak foot. So it just, it seems crazy to me that some of these players are so cheap. I guess that they don't necessarily link to the ultra mega top tier, you know, you're your Genoa or shapeshifters, Messi or, you know, Ronaldo or anything like that. But I still think you could build like an insane Bundesliga team for maybe like 2 million coins at this point. Yeah, I love it. The route that I was going to say is on the Bundesliga train again, that team of the season, Jude Bellingham, who oh yeah, pro players have raved about when he was first released in, what was it, early May for at least the first Gosh, he stayed over 2 million coins probably or close to it for like the, almost the entire month of May, I think. Maybe dipped under that. And now you can have him for a measly 861,000 coins on Xbox. That is another card that you know people have raved about. Been a value pick in competitive play and now is getting to that quote-unquote like affordability price point toss him on there with Abedi Pele. You can have some English links in there, do a nice little hybrid squad. I think that's a, a really interesting option. I agree. I think he was even a little bit cheaper before Royce came out, and I think that's caused his price to go up a little bit. There were some other people out there that are enjoying the Bundesliga hype at the moment. So even bar that slight rise, I think he's still an amazing card for that price too. I agree. Yeah, he was. he did drop down maybe a week ago, pre-Royce to 750 on Xbox. Feels so cheap for what you get out of that card. Well, Nate, who, thank you guys for indulging my reverse pound for pound and then my like, uh, we'll call it like a delayed pound for pound. A lot of <laughs> pound for pound options here. Anybody else that you guys want to call out in the squad as being a card you're interested in trying or um, you've come up against? Anything else of note? I think for me, one that provides some very intriguing links after he got a um link change i guess you call it for a heroes like a, a club league change or whatever uh joe cole going from premier league to league one but still of course being english having five-star skills four-star weak foot and the nice upgrade that he got over his right wing um captain's hero card so this one's now a center attacking mid and central i just think that card provides some really intriguing links because he'll, he'll green link to any League One player, of course, but also have some English links in there too, which could create some very interesting hybrids. And I think his dribbling stats look really good. Again, he does have 93 composure, but I mean, if that's too low, just you know, slap a chem style on it. Short and lean body type. I think he's going to feel very quick in game. The only stat that I'm a little unsure about on him is the 88 positioning. I was kind of surprised when I saw that. That, that seems a little bit low for July, but 
I still think that he'd be a pretty fun card to use, and he's not that expensive, 290K. So Yeah, like you said, slap a chem trial on him. You can give him a dead eye, get that positioning up to 98, and perhaps that's enough for him. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, a English League uh card uh, can provide a variety of different hybrid options. Have you played with, played against? I don't. I actually neither. I've just been watching the card and thinking, hmm, I think I yeah, would like to try him. <laughs> when am I gonna? When am I gonna grab him? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who? Any interesting cards here for you? Yeah, I'm interested by that Kyle Walker center back. I know he is pretty mm. expensive, close to a million coins, but um, I think especially for someone that plays a three at the back system, you know, he has the high high work rates and he's six feet tall with really good jumping and physical. So not really any worries there. But you know, interesting with the unique body type and someone. You know, the way I use my three at the back is I really enjoy having outside backs who are good uh, dribbling on the ball as well as passing. So someone who you could pass it to them. And if they're um, if the opponent is dropping off deep or maybe they don't have wingers like they're playing narrow, then I can just run with the ball with those outside center backs and draw other defenders away from, you know, sitting deep and then, you know, kind of create space using that. And I think it's a real advantage to be able to do that versus maybe like a Van Dyke or someone who's a little more clunky on the ball, um, at least with his lack of pace, you know, someone that, you know, if you started dribbling with him, he might get tackled and now you're exposed. So someone I'm interested in looking into, although might wait a little bit for that price tag to come down. Yeah, I think he is the spicy Kyle Walker, you know, foot item card that Gareth Southgate has dreamed of <laughs> uh, and that five at the back that he likes playing. I am surprised. I feel like I haven't played against him that much. Uh, maybe his price keeping him out, but really, really interesting option. The other card I'll throw in there as long as we're talking about center backs, not so much. Uh, Matthias Delict, uh, future signing for Bayern Munich, it looks like in real life, but still with uh, the classic Piemonte Calcio with Juventus in Serie A. He is 125, 150K at the moment, uh, set as a CM. But if you are someone that likes to change uh, positions in game and you want to drop him back to center back, he is a 99 rated center back with a shadow. Truly a monster, monster feeling card. I like for how cheap he is, I feel like there's no harm in picking him up, trying him out. He has that unique body type. So I am maybe surprised that I haven't seen much of him yet. I know there are a lot of people that have been, you know, pretty high on him so far. You guys had a chance to use him? I have not, but he kind of with Cordoba, he'd be very interesting and pretty easy to link into a, a Serie A team if you can get a, you know, a player on the right side and you do right back Cordoba, center mid delict, or you create some sort of triangle with like Chiellini delict and Cordoba and then you're set. So the one thing that I was debating on whether or not I really wanted to mention was importantly, he links to Vlahovic, <laughs> the one of, if not the greatest strikers to hit FIFA ultimate team in years. Vlahovic is still an amazing deal uh, and has gone down even more in price. If you haven't used him yet, go out and do so. This is my weekly Vlahovic plug. I was going to ask you when you mentioned Morientes, how, how does Morientes stack up to Vlahovic? Very similar. Very similar. Like, okay. Really, really similar. I use I've been using Vlahovic as my left striker, Morientes as my right striker. Uh, and they allow me to do a lot of the same things now on both sides. For a while I was using Lautaro Martinez as my right striker. Morientes is a bigger uh player who has maybe better slightly better positioning. Uh mm -hmm. has that five star weak foot as well. So people are a little bit 
if you're uh, defending, he's got great base passing stats because they made his card base level and attacking mid. And, you know, having the two of them is a really, call it like a powerful strike force where they, you know, are, unless somebody's using really big center backs and people still like, you know, I'm one of them, like using cards like Kunde tend to just elevate over cards like that when you get a little cross in here or there. So, you know, another Morientes plug for, for me on that one. The, the question I'll ask you guys here, because I can derail this podcast any way that I want to, <laughs> is if you were designing a promo at this stage of the game, which items are you picking? How are you thematically going about trying to build a promo here? Because I think it's really easy for us to sit here and critique choices, critique promo cards. I think it's a maybe a much better exercise in some ways to say if i'm building a promo from the bottom up i'm gonna choose i'm gonna this is gonna be the theme of the promo i'm gonna choose these cards because why to give you guys a a little taste of what i'm thinking what i would like to see in much the same way that they've done with some of these heroes as i would like them at this stage of the game to make icons actually the best players in the cycle maybe again and take a you could take three weeks and you could do a, I don't want to call it like a shapeshifter version of icons. We already have moments, but maybe like an icon moments two. Mm-hmm. That's a surprise out of nowhere. Increase the pack weight of them and get, you know, some of these icon cards that were truly, truly iconic players back, you know, I'll call it back where they need to be. Or where they, you know, where they could be in the food change. Give me a Gattuso card. That's a five-star, you know, weak foot. You can keep him with his two-star skills, but like ninety-five rated DM with some really spicy stats that feels usable at this point. I, I think the we're getting to the stage where the Iago objective card. It's like, yeah, it's cool, but. Uh, like how many people are going out of their way to complete that card if you're not planning on using him just for fodder? So I think icons, you know, a, a bit of a refresh at this point might be really, really spicy, but giving them, you know, proper power curve upgrades. That would be a type of promo that I would love to see at some point this summer. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think a great opportunity too to for EA to bring icons back into the the meta, if you will, or bring them back to hype because I I even think for most of the better part of half of this year's game, icons have felt a little behind, even as we've progressed through the different, you know, base, mid, prime, and then prime icon moments. It's just since we've been, especially in the second half of this year, it feels like icons have just been overrun by uh, promo cards week in and week out because we've been getting so many more promos than ever before. And yes, icons still have some value with their links, but you feel like you're sacrificing your, the performance of the card for the links that you need in your squad when you're using an icon most times. So I think that'd be a fantastic idea. But for me, like in the summer too, it really always it comes down to the SBCs and like the packs um, that they put out that keep people um, engaged with dropping in at uh, 6 p.m. every day and and looking at the content. And they've been doing uh, a decent job of that. Like, you know, we've had some cool player picks and upgrade packs and stuff like that. And I know that they probably, EA, wants to keep a balance and not just 
drop the best 85 times 10 right now because they still want to, okay, we have a month and a half, two months left before the new game is really like on the doorstep. So they want to try to spread that out and keep some hype for later on in the summer. But I think we also are at the end of the game. So people have the highest expectations ever of mm-hmm. um, getting really good SBC content. So I think if EA keeps that going um, and continues to improve that, that'll just be something that hopefully from footies too will uh, keep the the summer kind of vibes going and keep people interested with the content on the game. Fair, fair enough, and well said. Who, uh, any you know, call it like promos, content that you might like to see switched up, changed for you know, call it the next month or so. Yeah, certainly agree with what you're saying regarding icons. It feels like to a point that you know they're almost less interesting now than heroes because we've seen how heroes can be worked into other promos and it makes them much more exciting even ones that for most of the cycle like a a cole or something that no one really cared about and now he's one of the better players in his position so i think that you know if they could work icons into promos or just boost them more or um, you know whatever they could do to make those more interesting would be great i think also if they maybe did another promo that focused on like much more obscure players so like take the bigger clubs from much more off leagues i'm not talking like air i'm talking like the Norwegian league, the Australian league, things like that, where, you know, these players are basically never getting promo items, but say you gave us like a five, five really high stat card from the Australian league, you know, that was maybe stats almost similar to like a Genoa, but obviously he's much harder to link. So now icons have more value because you can work those players in using icons or if, um, you know, looking at some of those types of players, there's a, um, one of the few golds from that league is a, Mexican player named Ulysses Davila and you know he's probably really valuable to his team because he's one of the only gold players in that league so you know for those fans or fans of that league if we had a really highly boosted version of that player if you have the links he's great to have but he's not going to ruin the game because not everyone's going to have the links for that player so you're not making you know six million coin cards he might be 500k or even less because he's harder to link but it's a really sick card for those leagues so you know, we've seen some of those with like some of the MLS team this season or heroes, but you know, for some of these leagues that basically never ever get promo cards at this stage of the game, I think it'd be really nice for those fans to, you know, get something to use at least for a few months. Yeah, I think I think they've done a little bit of that with team of the season. And you know, the I think about those like Belgian Pro League cards. Mm-hmm. And how people were like, This is cool. And they, you know, start at like three hundred coins and it's like fun for a week or so and then they just totally drop in value when something new comes out because the type of foot player that wants to use those is like, all right, cool. And that was fun and I'm out. I think the you know, they're trying to keep people engaged. And I think there's gonna have to be a level of big name, little name combo, a little bit of give and take, uh, if you will, to be able to do that. As we get close to wrapping up here, guys, I'm gonna have few listener questions for you here first one from uh it's either make ballot or make ballet Uh, we're gonna say ballet because that's how i want to do it uh do you typically a mostly build a squad of untradeables and augment with one or two key position tradables or b build around one key untradable card that is either super effective or fun to use uh and go into the market and buy say three to six cards to make the chemistry work also, do you play people off chem? And if so, what chemistry threshold? Thanks. Who? We'll start with you. Yeah, I'd say I definitely go more with the first option where 
I'm, I'm working in a lot of my untradeables just because it feels like, you know, if you pack them, you know, if you have good pack luck, you might as well make the most of it. I also feel like if you're mostly a tradable team, unless you're really good at making coins like someone like Nate, that you probably aren't going to have that great of a team because you don't have the budget to buy great players in every position. So wherever you can work in those untradables, I think it's probably more cost effective. I also don't think that a lot of times paying the premium for the best players is really worth it. I know we were talking earlier about the, you know, pound for pound, not powerhouses, if you will, where, you know, cards that, you know, when you look at their alternatives that are maybe slightly worse, but a quarter of a price, third of a price, you know, it's, it just seems like you can get a lot more out of just buying the right players to fill in the gaps. And I also think it's just a little more fun, you know, kind of have that loyalty with those players rather than just buying someone on and then worrying about, you know, is their value going down? Do I need to sell them now? The tax loss, things like that. It's just a little more stress-free. I was going to say, I I agree with that too. That first option of mostly having a squad of untradables. And then let's say you pack somebody pretty dope from an upgrade pack or from, you know, a, a swaps pack or something. And you have to find a way to put them in your team. You have to buy one or two cards. Like, I think that way you're just, you're, there's so much less risk, like Hubert mentioned with market volatility this year and promos coming every single week with new cards that if you use something like that, you're probably going to lose less coins and probably have more fun too. Because like Hubert said, when you pack a card and it's yours first owner and tradable, it just, you know, it kind of feels, just kind of feels different. And you want to use that card because you feel like you own it and you had the, the, the opportunity to pack that card. So yeah, I think that that's, probably the way that I go it is the way that I go and I think it's the most efficient way for the way this game is run but also like shoot if you want to go buy a whole team of players to try them out like do it like both are very feasible and whatever's going to make you have the most fun and enjoy the players that you're playing with in game that's definitely the route to go but the the first one of those uh, might be a little more cost effective and coin friendly for the game yeah, I've, I've found at this point I have like eight untradable cards maybe that I like, you know, my back line maybe and uh, midfielder or two sort of just like sit in the squad and are untradable and like I don't really care about switching out the, the back line. I like them. They work. They do the job. But, you know, the point you make at the end, whatever makes you have fun playing the game at this point in time, you should do that. Just do that. Um, Because it is a game and it is meant to be fun. So if we leave you with any advice at the end of uh, the main feed here, it is going to be to have fun and play the game. want to quickly give a shout out to all of the listeners for tuning in this week. I want to thank our Patreon supporters. Also want to thank our two wonderful special guests for our NA Takeover. Who, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, on uh, in the Discord. Who bear H zero zero bear? Um, you know, happy to chat FIFA, happy to chat real life football. You know, anything like that. You know, even during this kind of silly season, still lots of discussions going on. So it's a lot of fun. Wonderful. Uh, and Nate, thank you for joining us as well. How can people uh, find you and check out your content? Well, if you're still interested in playing FIFA in July and August, and whenever you may be listening to this, or if you're trying to get ready for FIFA 23, we're going to be doing all those sorts of things on the YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash the foot accountant everywhere else is the same the foot accountant so if you're on a social media platform hopefully i'm there too so just search me up and you'll probably find me but uh i'm excited for even though it's july i mean we're getting some pretty crazy cards you mentioned footies 
if footies comes out soon, I think that'll just bring another kind of renewed wave of hype after having the same promo for four weeks long. Something new and fresh would be very appreciated. Yeah, ready for new and fresh. I think it is that time of the year. Uh, thank you both again for joining us. Thank you to the listeners for listening. My name is, of course, Japes, and I will catch you all next time. There we go. Definitely out of a job now. A huge thanks to Japes for hosting it. Apologies for my terrible bike quality here. As Japes said, I'm away. There's more because Japes is also taking over the gameplay podcast, the supporter exclusive this week, and that's on the supporter feed on Thursday. Thank you very much again for making all these podcasts possible if you're a supporter. And a big shout out to those icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Chris W, DJ FIFA player, QJ, Steve C, Matt L, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, at Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Patrick, Dominic G, Adam HC, Adam R, Andy H, Joe W, Dylan, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net and for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.